What happened to your hand? Why is it all red? Oh, lipstick. Oh. So it doesn't get on your teeth. Oh. So you just, it gets on your hand instead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Better than that. It comes off your hand. Uh, we're recording now. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> Come on, Megan. This is wonderful entertainment. Yeah, I know. It's it's American <laughs> theater. I used to watch this with my ex-boyfriend. He introduced me to it. He would, man, he, he even took me to some, like... You'd gone in person to professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Really? I yeah. did not think that you would mesh with that crowd. I'm too afraid to go, because I'm afraid I'm going to hear, oh, you frigger, you know. Yeah. Oh, they they definitely. Yeah, I've read I've read many professional wrestlers like memoirs, and they they talk like when they're heels, like when they portray like bad people, they like will have like yeah. uh, I think it was uh, China would have like kids, like little boys calling her the c word. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> and they throwing even, batteries. They even and crazy called you shit. a fag when when I was there. Yeah, and I was like, don't talk about my friend like that. Should I? And not say the word? Should I say the F word? Because uh, that's you confusing. Can, I mean, it's it's to your comfort level. If if you were, I'm always at the mindset. If you're retelling what somebody else says, and if you want to, you well, know, I was making a story up about what somebody said. Yeah. To make a point, so this isn't actually a real person that I'm talking about. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's okay. I mean, I'm not calling you that. I know. I know. I mean, other people, it's, uh, some people might be offended. I won't be offended if, okay. if it's in that context. Yes. Now, if you just happen to, you know. I don't walk down the sidewalk and, and just say it. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of dicey. Like, for, for example, when I was at work years and years and years ago, and I heard a coworker talking about a professional wrestler, I believe The Rock, and said, now that guy's such a faggot. I was like, ooh, what? <laughs> My ears went, Rrr! like, what? And, and as soon as he's like, no, I don't mean like that. I'm like, well, what way did you How mean do it? you mean? You know, like that shit's not cool. Why am I turning on my Duolingo? Oh my God, get it together, John Lee Hart. What am I trying to do? That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find the intro music. <laughs> you look like the family dog. Why, why do you have that around your neck? Oh, because I like it. It's, an, it's a nice I mean, accessory. It's cute. it's cute. The family dog. Fuck you. Yeah. At least I don't have lipstick on my <laughs> finger. Finger. It's better than having it on your teeth. <laughs> oh, my word. I feel like this mic isn't up high enough. Maybe it's just my do headphones. Do you want to move it higher? No, 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 no. Like the sound, not the actual location um it's up pretty high keep talking I got, uh, i'm gonna take all this out this isn't good pod no i don't think so no i thought that i thought that was nice i thought that was good keep it we'll keep it fuck it it's fit for print uh <clears throat> we should probably start though for reals yeah, i'm trying to, i'm i'm working on it okay there we go Hey girl, hey, it's secretly timid, it, and knew, John I, fucking it I up again. I knew it was gonna God happen. I forgot that I had my my whole library on shuffle. 
And when it gets on shuffle, then it gets continuous, and then it yeah. loops. Fuck. Amateur. Sorry. Secretly timid. I'm here, obviously, with John. In Frisco, Texas. In Frisco. Change. First time Friday in months. Night. On yeah. a Friday night. So, here we are. Drop my dog off with her dad. And uh, now I am here. Has she been a good girl? Because last time I saw her, she uh, made a mistake. You mean chewing up my antique woodwork on my front door? No, I meant pissing in the living room. Oh. And then your boyfriend walked into it in socked feet. Oh, that was in my house or his house? <laughs> your house. Huh. Mm. On the last episode when I was leaving. Uh, well, she has pissed in the house again. I don't know why she's doing that. Uh, she might be doing it to be an asshole. Um, she chewed up the door, which you know, probably. No, I did nope. not know that. Oh, yeah. She chewed up the woodwork on my 1920s door. Wow. Which fucking sucks. Mm. Um, so today was the first day she was crated for an entire work day. Did you put a blanket over it? I didn't. You need to put a blanket over it. I can't use the puppy cam if I do that, though. Well, I can. I just have to move it. Okay. Because I think when you do that, if you put a blanket over it. a cave or something. I think it just kind of, they're like, oh, okay, it's nighttime. I'm going to go to sleep. Like a bird? Exactly like a bird. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Okay. I I mean, yeah, I'll I'll try it. She, uh, I did check on her one time today with the puppy cam because last time I left her at home by herself, she cried and I watched the video every five Mm. seconds and it. It, like, ruined my day. Yeah, that's rough. So um, I checked it just once today when I had my lunch break, and she was uh, sleeping on her back with her <laughs> arms up like this. So it was either, well, she was either sleeping or rigor mortis had set in, and I felt like there hadn't been enough time elapsed for that to take place, so I was pretty sure she was asleep. So the no, I thought you were doing the doggy daycare too expensive well, I, no no i do in fact i get a an incredible fucking deal it's like 950 a day that's it yeah wow because i take her like nine dollars and fifty cents mm-hmm. a day yeah because i bought i got i bought 20 so that's the rate for 20 oh if i buy individual days it's like 11 dollars that's still that's not that bad oh it's incredible usually it's like 26 that's or what i thought it, i thought it was like really 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 expensive yeah so it's because the lady that fostered her owns this place. Oh, oh, that's great. Because yeah. then it would be, you know, a familiar place. Yeah, with... she knows everyone there. and So why are you craning her if you have the doggy daycare? Because, so yesterday I had a long day because I went and got my hair cut and I had a doctor's appointment and stuff. I got the last of my HPV vaccines. Yay. Um, so... Anyway, I got there like right before they closed at seven instead of like five o'clock when I usually get there. And I got a a text from the woman um, while I was still getting my hair cut. And she was like, Snacks uh, is uh, snapping at the other dogs and baring her teeth, which she never does. So she said, I think she's tired and ready to go home. And I was like, okay, well, I'll be there. So I think doggy daycare is too stimulating every day of the week. Oh. So we're only going to do like three days a week. So. What 
A fascinating story that is. Mm, you know what else is also? You know what else is also fascinating? What our featured song of the week? Yeah, it's uh, the song is called "City Girls" by War Tapes. Where are they from? I do not know. Don't ask me any questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll find out myself then. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a really horrible day. Yeah, it's a fucking terrible day. You come to the car. To greet me with the worst news in the last few... Nope. I don't know. I can't even decide what the worst news is in the past few months. There's been so much Yeah, there really has. We didn't even mention Chadwick Boseman passed away. Um, We're, of course, today talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg Ginsburg passing away. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, I mean, it's been a two. Yeah. We've, I think we've now passed 200,000 deaths from COVID 19. It's just, it's just hasn't, 2020 just hasn't been a great year. So RBG died. RBG died. So cancer. we'll see if Mitch McConnell will hold up to the Biden rule that, uh, that. Oh, you know, he's not going to fucking do that. But we'll see. He's not a hypocrite. Go ahead and read the hypocrite. rule. I, in, I interrupted That's you. That's, uh, that they will not nominate uh, any Supreme Court nominees during an election year. It is definitely an election. I think we're only 45 days out. So, I mean, unless he's a hypocrite, then... Uh, oh, well, <laughs> we're safe then, I'm sure. But this is fine. what, I mean, I don't know. I did find something that really warmed my heart. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay, let me play this little clip. This is from a TikTok that's soon going to be... Uh, also ridiculous. Banned from uh, America, I guess. Okay, here we go. You can watch the video too. I am 84 years old. I was married for 42 years to Morty. Some of the happiest years of my life. However, the other amazing years were in my 20s when I had an amazing wreck. I had some real knockers, and I had that, what you kids call, oh. whap, whap, that wet-ass pussy. I had that as well. Oh, Jesus. Not anymore. It dries up as you get older. It does. It gets a little, oh, little dry. Uh, but if you are hot, enjoy it. If you are skinny, enjoy it. If you're fat, enjoy it. Guys like everything. They have no standards. Just enjoy your life while you're young. That's my advice. From Nana to you. Ooh. Aww. I like that. That's sweet. Um, I don't know why I clutched my pearls again when um, wet ass pussy is spoken. <laughs> Nothing could be Leslie Jordan's reaction to that. <gasps> I think that was genuine. I don't think he was acting that out. No, yeah. What did he say? <laughs> every trash can needs a lid. Has its lid. <laughs> or there's yeah. a lid for every trash can. Right. I'm not, uh, I don't want to explore what. That probably means. Oh, Cesaro is is a uh, wrestling. That the, the bald headed guy. I just find him very attractive. That surprises me, John. He he. I want to be a soggy bottom for <laughs> what? I'm afraid to ask what a soggy bottom is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is it? I think it's I think it's pretty self explanatory. Is it a real term? Oh God, yeah. That's what is it mean? Ins- it's like a friendly insult you can call just like your a friend, s- like a seminal receptacle, You're a soggy bottom. Yeah, like you mean you mean 
rectum. Used and abused. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I wonder if I'm gonna see if if there's okay. a if there's a uh, urban dictionary <laughs> entry for soggy bottom. I mean surely there must be. Oh my gosh. Soggy bottom trails pub and camping is the first thing that popped. <laughs> I think it was a term before it was this term. Oh, it's a band. They're a fictional band. Soggy and, Bottom Boys. Yeah. From, oh, brother, where art yeah. thou? That's what I was thinking. Oh, wow. I, I, I mean, I never saw that movie, so. Oh, you should. It's very good. Okay, here you go. When you are having anal sex and blow your load inside, the recipient of your load is considered to have a soggy bottom. <laughs> huh. And there's, I mean, I'm sorry that we we uh, we went to the very bottom of the gutter so soon, but we have to meet people's expectations after all. I mean, I know, I know you don't probably watch the uh, gay porn too sometimes. often. Not all, uh, yeah, but sometimes, not I don't. But I don't. I mean, occasionally there's this, you know, this move where they the person climaxes and. Uh, goes inside and you get a soggy bottom and then the camera wants to focus in as the yeah. sogginess is pushed out with quite a large force. I don't understand that. I don't like it. I guess, you know, some people are into that. Here are my thoughts on this term. It just conjures up uh, a mental image of like soggy bottom imply. It, it sounds like you're wearing pants. Like, um, well, um, soggy is like, like um, wetness has well, don't like you, saturated, you but have, not fully. But you all have like, I mean, you've admitted to having a soggy bottom when uh, <laughs> when it's just freely dripping out of you as the day goes by. <laughs> it's not a bottom. Well, isn't it a fanny? Isn't that what? Uh, it's a front. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what I'm saying here, John, is that. Maybe you're proving my statement. Not that it's a, I don't know if it's to be proven, but. Uh, I like that you're wearing a blazer. Thank you. I came from work. It it just, it, it makes me think that there's like some dry material that is absorbing the wet material. Mm. Like, so it's not fully. Well, I think in this term, I know you're, you're thinking bottom is in bottoms. Like, yep. you know, you wear your bottoms, but this is. I mean, but. Well, well, that's, well, I mean, you know, this is more like top and bottom as far as positions or, you know. Y- yeah. So a soggy bottom would be a, the bottom is the person and the butt. Yeah. Hole. Okay. Yeah. But okay. But the word soggy is where I'm having the problem here <laughs> because. <laughs> you prefer saturated? Well, no, because <laughs> soggy is not bottom. fully saturated, right? There's still a little bit still, of. I think the soggy. Like soggy like, cereal mm-hmm. is, it is like, it's mushy. <laughs> well, I think of the whole as being mushy. And but it's not a liquid. Dripping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like to be soggy, there has to be like a, like a porous surface that has been saturated, but not fully. So I think of like a wet, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like that we're spending so much time on this. I can't, what's, what's it called? A wet, uh, uh, 
sponge. <laughs> like her overused wet, wet sponge. Okay, yeah. But it's not fully liquid. Right? No. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But like, you know, your skin doesn't really like... Ab- I mean, I know that it technically does absorb things, but... It doesn't make it like see, I think, like a sponge, you know. What see, I'm I think the sogginess is like the hole on the outside is wet, but there's still stuff on the inside too that hasn't presented itself. Like a donut. Yeah, like a glazed <laughs> donut. That's another term. No, like a like a <laughs> like a what do they call them? Like a filled donut. What do they call those with the like a jelly donut? Yeah, like a jelly donut. Gross. <laughs> I like glazed donut better because it's like, you know. That's on your face, After you're right? really, well, I mean, no. After you're really opened up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My zipper keeps coming down. Oh. Yeah? Featured music, City Girls by Ward You already Tate. said that. I know. Uh, maybe we should also. <laughs> Why? This is, our, this is our wheelhouse, man. Uh, we should revisit uh, the short conversation we were having previously when you were talking about the splits. Oh. <laughs> you, what did you say? I don't even know. How do we get even, how do we get on that subject? Oh, we're talking about professional wrestling, and I announced that the uh, woman does the splits. That uh, Melina Perez is close to signing a, a deal with WWE, so she'll be making her return. And she was famous for when she entered the ring, she would kind of yeah do a death split drop, yeah. and then kind of slide underneath the bottom rope, all sexy like. And so what happened was you said. You didn't understand why men thought yeah, that that was they, hot. Yeah, they get so um, excited. And then I said, uh, well, <laughs> it it opens your vagina. <laughs> and you said, it actually <laughs> I thought it closes, <laughs> closes it, it doesn't it? <laughs> and then I said, John, have you ever seen a vagina? <laughs> Which I still think the answer might be no. Of course I've seen a vagina. Okay. <laughs> but I still don't see how. I mean, I guess I when I said it closed it, my, I'm thinking because of her being flat on a surface. Oh, that's not going to stop closed. anybody. <laughs> and then you said, but uh, you don't have. Gonna, you, when you have intercourse, you're not doing the splits. And you said, you said kind yes, of, you are. Yes, you are. I mean, you might be doing them poorly, but you're yeah. still doing a split of sorts. <laughs> I was thinking more, you're more like in. In fact, it in depends the, in upon In yoga, it. it would be called like the frog position where you're, yeah. your legs are still bowed out a little bit. Yeah. Not the full on. Because I think that'd it be does actually, weird. It does actually make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Well, friend, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Shit. I think Trump gave her cancer. This is I, all. Man, it's, it's got to do with him somehow. Everybody I talk to, all the you know liberal-minded people are all saying, "Well, he's gonna win her election. He's gonna win." I'm just a fucking. Don't put that juju out there. Yes, it's rigged. It's fucked up that an hour. Uh, that that the the person that wins the most votes doesn't necessarily win. It's fucked up. Yeah. But it's a system that we have. We need to get as many people out there to vote. I'm afraid, John. Um, but I don't have any that doesn't do me any good. Yeah, all you can do is vote. 
And, and that is what you I know will what? Do. If he wins re-election, then we're going to have to figure it out. We have to figure it out. So as it stands, we cannot vote by mail because we're not no. disabled. Yeah, not okay. in Texas. All right, fine. I'll do what I have to do. Yeah, I, I, I my friend Shelly and I were playing the gross out game on Facebook about what we would do to vote, and I said I would crawl naked through raw sewage to vote. With your mouth open. With my mouth and all my holes open. All the holes. Just taking everything <laughs> Doing the in. splits. And I'd be like, I'm still here to vote. Here is my voter registration card. Here is my ID. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I would too. Is that Roman Reigns? Yes, it is. How the hell do you know that name? Uh, because Eric used to make me watch wrestling. Roman Reigns graduated from Georgia Tech. I also oh. know that. And he's related to Dwayne Johnson. And he's related to that man too. One of the Uso brothers. All right. The Samoans, they, they have a, I mean, it's a wrestling dynasty. Yeah. So Kind of like the Von Erichs. Exactly like the Von Erichs. Those are bad stories. It didn't, it didn't end well for that group. <laughs> Well, no, <laughs> family, but I not think, for uh, one goddamn one of them, really. <laughs> I think Lacey Von Eric's probably doing okay. <laughs> I mean, her brothers and her dad are dead, so that kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah, but you know, win some. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> Sometimes you just lose some. Yeah, Lacey Von Eric's and doing you okay. Die. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, how's your week, buddy? I mean. I won uh, two poker tournaments, one live, one online. So I, I won about a thousand dollars in a nice. week. That's that was great. That's very good. I uh, that's bought, profit, right? That's profit, including I, any. Uh, well, I guess not including the buy-in, but still close to a thousand. Nice. Um, what did you buy me? I didn't buy you shit. I bought myself a nice turntable and a nice speaker to go along with it. Um, because I'm totally in on the vinyl game. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. Uh, but I like it. I like collecting them. I like that they're big. I like the colored vinyls. Like, I like Pokemon the cards. Limited edition and shit. Collect them yeah. All. Jimmy so, made a fucking mistake. He made a mistake. By? By selling me when I was like, oh my God, PJ's, her entire oh, catalog is being reissued on vinyl. This. He said, oh, you should get it. That was the only opening I needed. And now I'm like, now you're doing the splits. I am doing the splits. <laughs> Got a permanent open. I am spent so much money on vinyls. Um, are you listening to them or are you yes. just collecting them? I, that's actually what, what's making my work day go wonderfully. It's because I will listen to a vinyl and it makes me get up and move, like to flip it over. Oh, okay. Um, that's where I was going to go with that. Like, do you find a problem with being productive? If you have to get up and flip over the vinyl, but it's also not good to sit in a chair yeah. for eight hours without getting up. So, so that's great. I, I bought, I got my, my cheapo motto, um, came in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was really excited about it, even though, uh, Jimmy doesn't understand. Them. Even though you've already heard it and you already own it on I CD know. and on cassette tape and MP3. And on MP3. Yeah. But I, I can't help it. It's orange. <laughs> you know what I did a, a similar thing with uh, Living Colors Time's Up in the 90s I had it on cassette tape and then when I got a CD player I went out yeah, and you bought gotta that get it. fucker on disc oh I used to get like 
the album, and then I have to get also get the Digipack version, and I also have to get the Japanese version. That the only Digipack. Uh, Digipack. That's like uh, when it's like a kind of cardboard. You know, like the the album yeah. or that the CD comes in like a jewel yeah. case, and then yeah. there the uh, Digipack that would wait, come. You would buy the jewel case version and the Digipack mm-hmm. version because at the time the Digipacks were like kind of more rare until later on, then they became standard. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize there was a a rarity element to yeah. it. Well, hmm. And why did the Japanese version of albums always or CDs always come with like an extra bonus track? What the? F- why did? Why did they get the good shit? I never understood that. It's not fair. Um, I don't know. Maybe they need more enticing. Maybe. Um, maybe there's some sort of like, uh, trade agreement. That we're unaware of. Oh, speaking of, so I joined this uh, Pizza Harvey fan group on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I'm finding like these people. I mean, they. I don't. God damn, they they get like because it's worldwide. So like you know, people posting photos and and shit and interviews. And somebody found this interview, recent interview from a tour manager of the last tour, um, which is really you know interesting to hear a tour manager's point of view, but. Uh, little faux pas because uh she announced like i'm not sharing any any private information because this has been public for years but one of the things that she had to consider when you know planning the tour out is that she has an eating disorder and you know that she needed a nutritionist exactly everybody's like she does (laughs) i was i was kind of being sarcastic oh i know because it's been rumored since she started but has she has never publicly announced that she's also like always been stick thin yeah and so a lot of people were upset with that um but i mean at least she's getting upset with what that that tour manager would would spill the spill something so private that obviously the artist probably did not want Mm. which so she was upset uh she hasn't commented on it just all of her fans are like Probably a poor decision, too, for that tour manager to do that as well. Was it a point of conversation, or was it just casually mentioned? Uh, it was a point of... Well, it was casually mentioned insofar as she was uh, discussing, you know, what it was like to be interviewed, um, considering the size of the band. It was a nine-piece band. And she was kind of going the ins and outs on, you know... Uh, how she planned it. And one of the things that she mentioned, she mentioned that because they did hire a nutritionist that would tour with them. And, you know, so that everybody was taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, she could have just mentioned that without saying that there was a specific reasoning for it, a reason for it. Right. Uh, because that, that's not necessarily a weird thing to do. Not at all. When Especially if somebody uh, that's been in the business so long. You're touring you know? and you yeah. have to eat garbage food. Yeah. It's not like this is her first go around the world. I right. mean, you know, I didn't realize that she was, they were on tour for two years, which... Fuck, without a break? I don't, I mean, I'm sure there were breaks here Jesus and there, man. but still, two How could years. you maintain a relationship like that? You can't, right? I mean, unless they go with you. And then even then, if they go with you, like, I feel like that would cause a lot of problems too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm having a hard time maintaining a relationship that has a distance of 40 miles between it. So. Well, she also did mention that... Um, the tour manager mentioned that, you know, everybody, it's an older band, you know, so they're probably different, you know, 
they get tired easily. Is <laughs> yeah. that what you're saying? I was thinking like different, you know, oh, hi, Greer. Greer's coming out. Uh, my cat. Um, uh, you know, different expectations for them. They probably don't want to. They can't sit for too long on the bus. <laughs> they don't want to play for, you know, what is, what's an hour? Oh, it's a, what's a, what's a concert like an hour, an hour and a half and then go to the bars. They probably not into that as much as they did when they were in their twenties. Yeah. I don't imagine there's a lot of groupies that are. I don't know, dude. Flinging their walks. I mean, I guess not for a gross, Not for her. Yeah. Uh, well, not for old, um, band guys no that i disagree no i'm like like studio musicians and like touring musicians that aren't like big names well i mean john Parrish is with her and he's uh pretty well known because she's he has been in her band since i think uh the third album and Mm -hmm. he does his own stuff too so Okay. Um, there was enough people there. Oh, and oh, that still handsome, that drummer who's the French name. I'm not even going to try and uh, pronounce it. But I mean, if I were if I were a groupie, I'd send my pheromones out their way. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I've never been a groupie though. I've, I don't think I've, I'm, I, I have that opposite star fucker personality. I'm yeah. not into that at all. I remember, oh my God, this one guy, uh, who I was never really a big fan of, who we're who hung out with all my bar friends. He fucking fucked. Uh, what's that guy's name? Boy George. John O'Dowd. I was not into it. And it was funny because like, uh, I think it was Boy George, right? Who fucked Boy George from Culture Club? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was in Dallas for something and he showed up at, what was that? That bar on exposition it was like mink or chic or some stupid name like that expo lounge no not expo lounge it was mink or chic okay. um it was down the street from expo lounge it was like on that first it was that first bar doesn't sound like my uh, scene it was not it was very gay very cocaine <laughs> i mean i like gays <laughs> it was very like not your type of gay though no. this is not indie gay this is like ew, gay you know like Soggy bottoms. Yeah. Like we're judging you because you're wearing last year's, you know, Uh high, high, high class star fucker, pretentious gaze. And, uh, the friends that I were with, they're, you know, of the eighties. So they were very excited that, that boy George was of the (laughs) eighties. I mean, I'm of the eighties too, but they are more of the eighties than I am. Uh And so when, uh, the star fucker guy got his fucking claws into boy George and did not invite anybody else in the circle to hang out. It was kind of like, bye guys. It was like, man, I knew that guy was a fucking star fucker. And then he went to Los Angeles and wrote for the vampire diaries. So he has a better life than I do, but still uh, fuck I don't that know. guy. Does he? Fuck that, that kind of sounds like a shit life uh, to me. He probably sucked and fucked. And I'm being catty now. Cause I, I mean, Maybe he got there on his merits, but maybe he fucked the right person. <laughs> well, could be. Sounds like he's he's had the he's Whitman's, a climber. Whitman sampler. He's a social climber. 
Um, yeah, I don't like to meet my heroes. I try not to do that. Uh, Me. I saw Jeremy Enoch play a living room show in my friend's living room in Fort Worth, and I did not say anything to him. Wow. Because... I don't want to be disappointed. I've, no, I've seen you around Malora Crager, and I could tell that you're nervous as like... I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, so I did uh, I did get wrecked at the Pedro the Lion show last year and uh, went up and introduced myself to Dave Bazan, so... Yeah, but like, why do I know that name? Dave Bazan? Pedro the Lion and Dave Bazan. Yeah, that... Have we played them? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I have I have Dave Bazan, uh tour prints. Maybe that's house. it. So. But you, uh, speaking of stars, mm-hmm. talk about PCP and the special guest. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a fantastic. Oh, but that guy and that's a pretty big band. I'm sorry. I'm um, gonna shut up now so you can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess so. Um, yeah, we had. Um, I sent, so I haven't, uh, I met Curtis Heath, who is the front man for the theater fire. Who we just featured on our last episode, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did he you, also is a composer and he does scores for films. Did you tell him that, tell him hey, what? we illegally played your song in the last episode? No, okay. but you, but you said that. You had done it before on yeah. the show, so years it's not like illegal, a decade before. Right? No, that's okay. No, we did I not get permission, but we that. knew that they would be nice and wouldn't care. Um, I mean, he's been in your living room and petted your dog, probably. Yeah, that's true. Uh, not a euphemism. <laughs> uh, he was on my that band was on tour like ten years ago, and. They came up and played my radio show. Um, and then I sent him a message a couple weeks ago and I said, Hey, because I heard that he lived in my neighborhood. And I said, I do this uh, podcast with my friend and um, would you like to be on it? And I thought, like, I just wouldn't get a response at all. But he was like, Yeah, that sounds cool. I'll be back in town this date. Can we do it this time? And so he came over. Wow. Uh, and was super fucking cool, man. And he sent me a message the next day saying that it was, quote, exciting to set up the comedic pins and watch me knock them down. Aww. End quote. What was his set list like? Uh, really eclectic and obscure. Like... I knew almost nothing from it. Wow. That's uh, cool. So, yeah. But, I mean, this dude, I don't, compared to him, I don't know anything about music. So, um, How exciting, though. That's Yeah, it was cool. That's cool. And I can see his house from my house. Not that I'm standing on my porch <laughs> looking at his house. I'm just saying it's cool because now I know somebody in the neighborhood and... Maybe I will start to like my neighborhood more. Yeah, maybe you guys will be buddies. Yeah, that would be good. And then so. he can come on secretly to and talk about glazed donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no. <laughs> think of that. I was, I was going to actually uh, come out to some of my coworkers that I'm getting more and more like friendly on a personal level with, but not this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, um, look, as much as I love this show and enjoy doing it with you weekly. You're, um, you're ashamed. I mean, <laughs> I think it's not an appropriate platform <laughs> for some of the people that <laughs> I have on the other show. So... Um, maybe at least like I will wait to become pretty good friends with him before I mention that this is a a thing that exists. That's all. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I won't be offended. Not everybody likes to talk about dicks and. I mean, that's, we don't have to talk about dips, dicks. What else would we talk about, John? Or gaping assholes. We just have to try and remember to steer ourselves. But I understand. I mean, I've wanted to ask uh, some people on for a while. And I'm like, man, if I do, and they say yes, and they listen to an episode, and they're like, uh, no, I think I this think is bad so. for my brand. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is um, definitely, I mean, you've got to have a pretty, uh, pretty edgy brand <laughs> to want to. You know, it's not. I don't know why I just thought about this, uh, but I was on Twitter the other day. And I was engaging with uh, Twitter poker, which is, you know, just poker players on Twitter. It's, you know, they're a wild bunch. And um, <laughs> and they were showing a clip with uh, uh, Anti Chardonnay, was, uh, who's the host of the Poker News podcast, who just moved to uh, Sarah Herring's, her real name, mm-hmm. uh, married to a former MMA god. Um, and she lives somewhere in Texas anyway. New, new mother, and she was working on uh, an interview, you know, for the podcast, and they also film their interviews, and so she's doing that. She has her, her baby daughter in the room, too, and the second that she, she's setting up, and, you know, they're doing the, they're interviewing, she pauses, and the baby does, goes, wah! <laughs> and she looks at her like, really? <laughs> and so there's another pause, and uh, she starts to talk again, and she takes a breath, and right when she takes a breath, there's another, wah! <laughs> Pretty good representation of how children affect your life, I would say. It was really, really funny baby noises. And so I did LOL, and I was looking through the comments, and another poker player... sounds like a pterodactyl. She sounded like a pterodactyl. uh, A poker pro commented, and I looked at her profile, because I was like, I've seen this person before. And so I, you know, clicked her profile, and sure enough frisco texas and i was like holy shit a poker pro lives in frisco texas where i live in frisco texas they're talking about you john and i'm not fuck no not me and so for a second i thought i got so delusional i thought i'm gonna message her and i'm gonna invite her to a tournament i'm like no what the fuck i'm not going to do that at all she doesn't give a shit about my 60 dollar tournament she's a fucking professional maybe she would like to play with the little people I'm sure she would not, well, but but it was c- cool to see, like, wow, Frisco, Texas, I'm not alone nice. here. No. <laughs> uh, you're around lots of people who are siloed into their own <laughs> suburban apartments and will never meet each other in the hallway. But, for, I mean, first so thing I thought, I'm going to invite her to a poker tournament, and then I'm going to invite her on Secretly Timid, and then I paused and thought i'm not gonna do any of those things because it would be too incredibly embarrassing when she says no to both a because why would she you know yeah i'm gonna go to this random man's you know place and yeah i mean you might rape her i know who knows (laughs) 
<laughs> she might she might have to do the splits to close her vagina. <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, speaking of vaginas, poker. Uh-huh. I had so you know my the only tournament that I go to now is is in a pretty conservative city in Texas, even more conservative than Frisco, Texas. Um, and, um, the tournament was, was held on September 11th and I play just so happened to play with, um, some former military men. And so they, you know, spoke about September 11th and I just like, I don't understand them because they're Trump supporters. In fact, one of them was wearing very, very, he was very proud of his anti-Hillary Clinton shirt that he was wearing. It was mm-hmm. a picture of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, both with assault rifles saying you can't Epstein, or you can't suicide all of us is a reference to Epstein. Yeah. He was very, very tickled that he was wearing that shirt. And the other guy, military guy said, I hope your wife is fucking you because you're wearing that shirt. And I'm like, oh my God. I hope your wife is fucking like you. Like fucking the shit out of you because you're, you know, why would that encourage your wife to fuck? Because you? nothing gets pussies wetter than you know an anti-Hillary Clinton shirt. Oh. apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, oh, now I I get like, it. I, now I, I, I really uh, the I mean, for seventy five percent of my time there, I am biting my tongue so hard and like going to my happy place and astral projecting, projecting myself out because it's so it's uh, conflicting emotions because on a personal level, these are not bad people. But political views that they hold are apprehensible, you know, and so it's like reprehensible, reprehensible. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you for I'm having a senior moment. It's reprehensible. You you were. Is is that even a word? Apprehensible. I mean, I guess it means that you can capture someone. (laughs) (laughs) Reprehensible, like totally reprehensible. You can be apprehensive, like hesitant. Well, my pussy was closed. Well, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. So much of the shit. I'm like, you know, because I guess because I'm in the minority, they feel very open to talk about some of the stuff openly, which is fine. Like, whatever. I know I'm in Texas, you know, and I know mm-hmm. that it's a very male dominated area, you know, at the poker table. And so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not not used to any of this shit, but it's just like the closer we get to the election, the more, the more heightened everything gets. And the more that I get to know these people on a personal level, apart from politics, the more conflicting it, it, it is because I'm like, I know you're not bad people. I know that if like these people have offered me money when I need it, when I've, you know, busted out and they hardly knew me, you know, I know that this guy was a, was it's, a medical, uh, nurse. So I know that if something happened and I needed medical assistance, they would not think twice, but to help me. But then I'm like, how can you, how can you still support a man who called, you know, vets suckers and losers and, his supporters disgusting. It's just if you uh, invest everything you have into your career, which is the military, um, and this is assuming they're that they're career yeah. military guys, like yeah. they were in for decades. I'm assuming. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. It's um, safe to assume, though. Anyway, you give up a lot to go into the military. Um, even if you, you know, never see combat or anything like that, like you're still 
takes a lot from your life, I think. And um, I would imagine, this is all speculation because I've not been in the military, but um, you don't want to, even if you think something is bad, it's hard to um, speak negatively about something that, because it's, it's like, I would imagine that it would feel kind of indirectly like you're criticizing your own choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is my I also think it's a little bit of, uh, I don't remember the direct quote, but it's something like it's, when somebody's been conned, it's harder to tell them that they've been, or for them to admit that they've been yes. conned. Yeah, because then you have to admit that you're vulnerable. Yeah. And that's, I feel I feel like they've all been conned. and um, Yeah, dude. Yes. Because, I mean, literally, they can't say that they support his, his, uh, his platform because there is no platform. Of course, of <laughs> I mean, course, like, there's no platform. Of course it's a con because I mean, basically you're saying, Hey, um, would you like to, uh, sacrifice your life, uh, either figuratively or literally for the, um, the pursuit of wealth for dudes, white guys, mostly white guys who are already wealthy. Would you like to do that? Does that sound cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like who goes in and is like, Oh yeah, that sounds the guy's yeah, shirt. Like didn't even make sense. Cause I'm like, you know that Trump was this buddy too. Epstein's buddy. You know that, right? You, you only know things that you want to know. <laughs> Can we just make, take a pause and just look at how cute my, Oh my is God. Right she looks now she's creeping me. out. <laughs> <laughs> she looks not real. Man, this is bad pod, but I know it's what just, a weird cat you have. She's uh, definitely spicy, and that's apparently uh, that's a trait of that breed. Of she the has such great tabby. posture right now. Look yeah. at her. They're they're very playful, very mischievous. She has all those things. She likes to. Uh, she's she's a kleptomaniac. She will. Should I watch my wallet? Like little things, she like uh like the the tap to like a that uh, bottle for the the record cleaner. Mm-hmm. If that's off the if that is off the the bottle, she will take that, bat it around, and when I try to get it from her, she will take it in her mouth and dart under the bed. <laughs> oh, well. And she also will attack feet no matter what. If yeah, I'm she... trying to sleep, she will. Your cat's a creep, John. Yeah. But, yeah, She's from the streets. That's cool. She from is from the tough streets of Garland, Texas. She totally is. Um, today, I, um, well, I had, there was a patient that I uh, called a couple weeks ago to schedule a screening appointment. And when I pulled it up in the computer, it was, I'm just going to make up a name, Uh Jennifer. And so when I called, I said, you know, may I speak with Jennifer so-and-so? Um, and I, I remember this phone call distinctly because I remember the person going, oh, yeah, this is Jennifer. I was like, okay. So I set up, and I, I guess I didn't think anything of it. And then I went back to do the appointment today, and I pulled up um, the chart, and... I was reading some of the notes before I called and found out that 
this person um, is transgendered female to male. Oh, no. But I didn't know that. I had no idea. Because when you go to call someone just to make an appointment, like, you just pull up the the screen that has like their mailing address and their phone number and stuff. Like it didn't say anything about. And then today I, somebody must've put something in there um, on that screen because then it had uh, a male or a masculine name in parentheses, Mm -hmm. which was not bolded. Um, So when I called, I uh, said, do you prefer to go by this name? Uh, also I apologize. This wasn't in the chart when I called you first. So, and he lightened up and I felt really shitty. So I tried to make up for it. Um, but yeah, like that would be fucking a constant struggle. Like even with people that don't, you know, that have good intentions. Yeah. Like you just, I don't think it it will ever end where you have to like, you get to like relax and not have to worry about that shit. I don't know. That sucks. The end. That does suck. I'm, I feel bad for you. Don't feel bad for me. I feel bad because I know, I mean, I know you and if you had known, you wouldn't have made that mistake knowingly, you know? Um, but he was very uh, cool about it. So, yeah. It's probably not his first rodeo. Right. <laughs> um, so hopefully, I don't know how long it, it, it takes to get that stuff changed in the chart. Yeah. Um, to where there just isn't, you know, a record of the previous name because it doesn't matter, whatever. But um, anyway, that's all. <laughs> Try to think of uh, we're all back in the office. Something similar work experience to me today or this week was uh, responding to a bar's complaint where he called us all a bunch of stupid motherfuckers, and I love those. I love them. Oh. I don't know why I love them. I'm just so excited to to send an email <laughs> and saying, "Hey, sir, I fixed your account for you." You know, just a oh, sorry, Siri. Oh, I didn't need to. Didn't say your name. Uh, Stop listening to us because they never respond. They never respond, and it's so funny. Like the people that send uh, complaints or you know emails with some heightened concern, uh, the ones that are like really not that rough are the ones that the people respond and say, "I'm so sorry if I sounded rude," and the you know, and I'm like, "You, I totally get it. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal." But the people that that say horrible things they never respond ever which is why i'm so happy to like respond because they don't think that somebody's going to respond right. it's probably similar to how we say horrible shit in the car when we're driving to people mm-hmm. uh even though they can see us like we're never going to come into contact with them probably until they stop their goddamn car <laughs> at the red light and you look and over then we're and not like, so Oops. brave right so it's probably something like that like he doesn't see you. It's over the internet or phone or whatever. So he can say whatever he wants to without consequence. But then when you become a real person, then he has some accountability and that sucks. Or like that scene in, this is not like that at all, but it, you just reminded me of the car, that scene in uh, Office Space. Hmm. The guy's playing rap really, really loud and then he gets the red line, yeah. turns the volume down. I mean, it is kind <laughs> of like that actually. So 
that is related. Mm. Um, somewhat related today. Um, there was a, one of the clerks sent me a message and was like, uh, this person, uh, sent a secure message and I, I feel like, um, maybe it's urgent and would you take care of it? So I looked at it. This was not a person that was on my caseload or anything. I'd done a screening and passed them on to somebody else, but that somebody else was my supervisor. Um, cause she meddled in the affairs and, um, like rescheduled something or scheduled something for this person when, they wanted to do anyway. So, um, this dude, I guess, like thought that he had an in-person appointment and it was actually a telephone appointment. So he came into the clinic and was really pissed off. And so after he left the clinic, he sent, uh, a message like, uh, you know, this is this is nonsense, basically, and blah blah blah, and something bad is going to happen there if if you know. guys don't get your shit together or something, or if something doesn't change. I think he said, and um, it's not really something that you should probably put. <clears throat> in yeah, your some people getting it's a threat. Definitely. So, um, but I passed it on to somebody else because it was no longer my thing and I didn't know what the conversation between he and my supervisor I don't know if she said explicitly that it was a telephone appointment or mm-hmm. not so and she wasn't there so that's all fucking Barbara fucking it up Barbara Barb <sighs> come on now come on Barbara she's got a medal in everything everything is so much more complicated now Mm-hmm. And I can't take it. It's too much. I know. What do you think about there, little guy? Oh, I don't even know. I was just spank. It's just spanking. I was just blanking out. You're spanking out. I, I mean, just just for context, right now, I would normally be getting ready for bed <laughs> at eight o'clock. At eight o'clock, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a little tired. All right. Well, we're at like an hour. Oh, really? Already? I've really enjoyed myself. Time flies when you're talking about dicks. <sighs> So what do you think is going to happen with Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Do you think, uh, think McConnell's going to try and McConnell and Trump are trying going to try and get Fuck a yes. conservative on the Fuck yes. I mean, are we going to let them? Probably. You mean you and I? Are we going to let them? Well, there's just nothing. I'm going to write them a strongly worded email. We need to get Joe Rogan on the case. Uh, I don't know if Joe Rogan, <laughs> fellow Texan Joe Rogan, sympathizes with our. I mean, he so position. He did um, send out an apology for talking out of his soggy bottom about and spreading misinformation out there. You know, there's there's false reports out of uh, the West Coast that uh, that Antifa were setting fires in Oregon. Which is total bullshit. They're, they're okay, not. just because... Uh, and so uh, he repeated it, people called him on it, and he apologized, which, I mean... Just because a public figure apologizes doesn't mean it's But he has... All, oh, most of the cis white dudes that I know... Love that guy. Fucking love that totally. guy. Yeah. Fucking love him. He's so smart. He lets 
both sides to like all the bullshit. Baby Arm watches watches his podcast all day. At work. I don't understand it. No, no. Um, I mean, it's probably just a. I don't know. I don't know much about the dude. Um, I just think of like Fear Factor when someone says. <laughs> Like, I'm afraid he's going to make me eat a cow's eyeball or something. I mean, I don't dislike him. I don't like, I don't, I haven't, I think I've listened to a couple of his podcasts for years and years and years ago, and they're really lo-fi. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. He definitely seems like one of those people that would throw out a winky, a hinky vote. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my vote on Biden. I'm going to vote for Joe Stein, because I've got morals, you know. <clears throat> Uh, I wonder how he's liking Austin now, because Austin's pretty. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know his political leanings at all. I, I guess I always kind of thought him as one of those libertarian pot smokers, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know either. Um, baby arm listens to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought baby arm was kind of a Republican. Uh, he is. But I guess Rogan dabbles. In that side, too, when it comes to stuff like, it's that. Um, I know Joe Rogan said some homophobic stuff in the past, and definitely some transphobic stuff in the past. Yeah, so Baby Arm is is one of those complicated people that's hard to pin down. Yeah, because I mean, oh man, because uh, you you know expect this like kind of beefy dude to be very stereotypically you know anti-gay or whatever and and they surprise you yeah like i mean he's not like i went to the the gay pride parade yeah. last week it's not like that but like you he's know. like i got my asshole like they kind of lacked it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like that actually that's probably a direct quote i don't know um so i think that middle ground is why we can be friends. It's layers. People have layers, kind of like my uh, my poker it buddies. It makes things that be hard. Like, Nancy Pelosi's a horrible witch, and but at the same time, hey, yeah. At the same time, what? You'd uh, help me change a tire. Hey, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd help you. Except, I mean, I can I can fit that to any narrative. Like they're just. They're just um, reinforcing to themselves. The fact like for that for saviors. example, they would say something horrible, and they'd do they'd say something like they'll they'll show that they're trying by say something like, "How is your partner doing?" You know, like using those yeah, terminologies. Nice. You know, where it's like, "Baby, you're trying. Will do that you're sometimes. trying." Sometimes he stops himself if he says "girl," he'll say "woman." Yeah. Sometimes he does that, <laughs> and then sometimes he's like, "girl," and I'll say, uh, and he'll say, "fuck it," she's a girl. <laughs> so it depends what kind of mood and that only that guess. only works if he also says he's a boy well he doesn't <laughs> but you know i was watching ufc a little while ago and i noticed one of my biggest like kind of like eye rolling things whenever they refer to the women but they'd say girls 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 and i'm like ugh, 
Girls is not the equivalent to guys. It's gals if you're going to go that route. Yeah. But I've noticed that lately they've been using ladies instead, which I'm like, okay. hey, man, somebody must have told them and said, hey, nice. don't refer to the female the right athletes direction. as girls. Right. That's, you know. I mean, if you want to talk about girls that are super sexy and you'd like to have sexy time with, that's kind of a pedo move. Yeah. So... Think about it like that. What Speaking about of that? Pedos, fucking QAnon has reached the fucking suburbs. Mm. Jim and I were driving and we saw like a protest outside the, the police station. Yeah. And I was like, dude. Oh, I'm not surprised. When well, we come back, we need to do a noise. flipper route, and we need to see what they're protesting. Cause I'm thinking if they're Black Lives Matter, because for a while, Black Lives Matter, the teens were like uh, doing the signs on the streets. And I thought, cool, we'll give them a honk. So I was like, you need to fucking bust out a Yui and we need to see what they're doing. And it was like justice for. A Frisco case is really, I think it was like more like a custody case, but QAnon got their fucking talons into it and it's all conspiracy this, conspiracy that. And I'm like, fuck. I'm surprised no. that you think that they've now just reached the suburbs and stuff. Oh, no. Like, I think it originated in the fucking suburbs. Yes. yes. Sorry, um, I misspoke. Speaking of pedo stuff, by the way, um, the house that. Uh, Jesus built. No. <laughs> There's a house in my neighborhood that was like the center of a child sex trafficking ring through the from the 70s to the 90s, which apparently is documented in a book and helped my friend get his property taxes reduced. <laughs> so there's a lot of weird shit in my neighborhood. Let's talk about my neighborhood before we go. Okay. Uh, there was a fucking child murder like two or three weeks ago. Oh, shit. Where a woman uh, slit her four-year-old's throat <gasps> and put her in the garbage bin in the backyard. Megan. I know, dude. You've got a spoiler warning. That's oh, horrible. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant trigger warning, not spoiler warning. That's sorry. totally different. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I've already trigger this, warning, so I not forgot that spoiler. Was... <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Oh man. Um, yeah, so there was that, and then like the beginning of this week or last week, um, some nineteen-year-old woman who lived by herself in a house like at the end. I mean, it was actually in Ryan Place and not Fairmount, but kind of my neighborhood. She was uh, killed in her house. Oh no. Um, and they aren't sure who did it. And, uh, also child sex ring. Not like a real one, not like a fake QAnon one, but a real one. Like a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also on one street in my neighborhood lived, um, Lee Harvey Oswald when he was living with his grandparents when he was growing up and also Mark David Chapman. On the same fucking street, different blocks. I don't know who that last fellow is. He shot John Lennon. I'm sorry. You know who John Lennon is? He was in I, this band called yeah, the Beatles. I do. Yeah, he was shot. Did you know that in 1980? I did know that. He's dead now. But not the one with the Reagan one with Jodie Foster. That was somebody else. Yeah. Not from else. Texas. No. 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 Well, I don't know. That guy uh, got out. Did he? I thought he was... Of the institution a few years ago. Oh. Uh, I wonder if he was to like his mom's house in do you like think he New was Jersey like or something. Really heartbroken when, uh, or was he either heartbroken or infuriated when Jodie Foster came out of the the closet? Oh right, he was in love with her. 
Um, and she was a what? child at the time, so. I kind of feel like at that point, his attention may have been diverted somewhere else. Mm. Or maybe he's one of those men that don't under, that just don't understand lesbianism. Yeah. Like it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Um, who knows what that dude is thinking? Probably one of the more unpredictable fellows, I would say. Um, anyway, so there's some history about my neighborhood. And, uh, Curtis also told me that there are tunnels in our neighborhood that, go to downtown Curtis from theater fire. Yes. Oh, so he's the, he's got the scoop. He's always lived there. Wow. Like he grew up there, not in the same house that he's in, but I've got famous people that live in my neighborhood too. <laughs> Do I don't know any of their names no? because they're, they're probably here. They're, they're athletes. Oh, <laughs> I know. Who, I know someone uh, famous who lives in Frisco. Who? Fucking uh, King, King diamond. I don't Scandinavian metal band. Oh, we should get him on the pod. No, that guy's a super big deal. I mean, I but I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, what? I I did my uh, ancestry.com. I'm a little Scandinavian. Maybe we can bond over that. <laughs> you should, you should just uh, talk to him. How in do the I next look this fucker up? Scandinavian meeting. What's, what was his name? Skeleton something. <laughs> King Diamond. King Diamond. His drummer lives in Denton. Oh. I know him. Well, then you've got the hookup. No, I'm not. I don't know him very well. Come on. You're much more extroverted than I am. I'm, uh, also, like, seriously, like, King Diamond is, this is an international thing. This is not. So? I don't. International people like that are probably like, I would totally come over to your apartment and record a podcast because I am cool and I like the little guy. <laughs> I get told Paul Rudd would do that. Uh, yeah, I think this dude is. Oh, we didn't even talk about Chris Evans' penis. <laughs> Who's Chris Evans? Oh fuck. Okay, well, touche. Kim Kardashian's mom. No, Chris Evans is uh, Captain America, the actor. Okay. He accidentally. I mean, I don't know what he looks like, but. Uh, you've seen him before. He's been in a lot of but stuff. But what? Why? Why is that a, a topic of conversation? Because uh, he accidentally uh, showed his camera roll on Instagram live, and in that camera roll was a video still of a big old cock, and he tried how, to de- he tried to delete it, and the internet was like, no, no, no. How do we you already not, screenshotted that, and we're spreading around everywhere? How do you not prepare for that? It was an accident. Was it? I think so, yeah. It was because he was quiet. And I feel like if, if I was going to go on... I mean, if if anybody wants to look at my camera roll, I have to go in there first. Uh, yeah, I'm like, if I'm showing somebody a picture, my either I have the, the phone in my hand or I instruct them, do not swipe left, do not swi- swipe right. Yeah, I need to maybe go that far too. Yeah. But usually, I mean, I'm always, even with Jimmy, I'm very apprehensive. Justin uh, accidentally saw a, a naked picture of me a few weeks ago. When Little was, Justin? Yeah. Oh, he, I'm, I mean, I hope I'm he sure was impressed. he's okay with that. Yeah. He it was tasteful. To, yeah. I think I looked all right. Speaking of vinyl, I didn't realize the back cover of PJ Harvey's four-track demos was her nude. But, you know, since the vinyl is much larger, you can see... You can see it a little better than a little picture. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, End of the show. Enjoy yeah, the song. Yeah, I think that's a great uh, ending. City Girls by uh, War Tapes. And we'll be back from Frisco next week because Megan fr- promised. You promised. You promised. Okay. Two weeks. You said right. two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So two weeks. Okay. All right. You can leave your dog at the dog park. At the dog park? There's a dog park right there. What do you mean I can leave her at the dog park? I just take her there tire and I up. drop her off just and then I come up. here for tire two up. hours? She'll be okay. I'm just kidding. No, but you not can't. Doing yeah, I'm not doing you that. You can't bring the dog over here. Man. That, that wouldn't work out, I don't think. Why not? I mean. It takes some doing. I, I just, I would just imagine her chasing Greer and then stuff being flung about. Yeah. And crashing and, and glasses. And then Rue would probably just have a heart attack and just rigor mortis. Maybe uh, next week I can get Joel to come to my place after work and I can put her in the yeah. crate until he gets there. Yeah, just let Joel hang out there. That sounds like he'll do it. Now that I don't have any roommates, yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, that'll this work. This is the first time that I've had my house to myself. Isn't it great? Yeah. I mm. mean, because... Pickett was there for like a week and a half or so. Oh, really? So now... Now I, you can just wake up and... Oh, I didn't even... I don't even wear pants anymore. Yeah. I don't. You have to worry about like being quiet if you have gas. You just <laughs> let it go. <laughs> I never have gas, done. All right, for real, real. The show's over. City Girls, War Tapes, check them out. And uh, we'll be back next week. Rest in peace, RBG. God damn it.
Shit.